Welcome. I think it's just rocking too hard right now. Was that Motley Crue? It's a Motley Crue song. Shout at the Devil? Close. Let's show you what it's doing. It's live wire. I mean, what more could you ask for? We've got Lindsay Bebo from MileHighSports.com live in studio from Cali. Ryan Romero, one half of the Romero brothers, drives a mile high. We are at the Drives a Mile High Studios. Want to say thank you so much to our good friends over at Elite Exteriors, Elite Exteriors LLC. Family-owned, operated roofing company since 2007, an A-plus credit rating with the BBB, they've announced. Um, they are a finalist in 2021 for the Torch Award for Ethics. I mean, that's huge in an industry that get, kind of gets a black eye every once in a while from uh, from some, some of those that don't have the standards that um, Elite Exteriors does. So we want to thank them. You can check them out, EliteExteriorsLLC.com. Our good friends over at HZ Realty Real Estate. I said realty, <laughs> real estate, as well as 3070. You're uh, probably the, not probably it's the number one sports bar, uh, North Denver over there on. How do we say it again? Tihon? Tihon. 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 I always say Tihon. I always like to say Tejon. That's, that's the mustard. <laughs> the mustard. <laughs> Let's put some mustard on it. <laughs> Thanks, Danny. Thanks, Kawhi. The mustard with us is Bremacis, the ketchup, Lee, <laughs> Lindsay Bebo. I'm the mayonnaise. And Ryan, what would you be? Hot sauce. Okay. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> Sriracha. Well done. <laughs> well done. So and Roman confident. is the wasabi. Oh. We'll just miss him. Ah, uh, Roman with wasabi. That that guy, he piles it in his soy sauce. And it, it's, I watch that dude That's cry. That's what my wife does, too. It, it's insane. I'm like, dude, you are destroying soy sauce. Don't do that. <laughs> it's a balance. It's a marriage of flavors. That's a lot, though. I think that's too much. <laughs> I'm going to put it out there. I hope you're listening, Roman. I don't use it. Lindsay, do you use soy sauce with your sushi? Oh, I don't even put avocado in my sushi. I literally just eat fish and rice. So sashimi. Sush- <laughs> so helps. do you have a side of rice and then the sashimi? No, it's just when I order. I'm like, please don't put any celery. Please don't put any avocado. I just want fish and rice. You order the boring <laughs> the boring roll. She, yeah. she orders you order. the right sushi. It's, yeah. it's sashimi or it's nigiri. I, don't I, try to gatekeep my sushi. <laughs> I've been to Japan. All right. You're all cultured and I'm not. I'm going to take the soy sauce and the wasabi. (laughs) California's rolling right now. The Chargers just scored a (laughs) touchdown. Justin Herbert with his. It's 10 to 7 against the Kansas City Chiefs. A big game. A lot of eyes in the state of Colorado watching this game tonight because it is AFC West division. But we're going to break it down and and, kind of bring it back in. We're going to talk some uh, a little bit about the Denver Broncos. What uh, kind of is on on what we brought in a prognosticator, our Nostradamus, we'll say Joey Richards from the what's on draft pod. Joey, the first question I have for you, I hope it's not going to be too out of the ordinary, but I'm curious since we're talking sushi, what is your go-to role? Ooh, my go-to role. Um, I'm kind of, I'm kind of with, uh, Lindsay. I kind of like 
the simple the simple roll is better for me. I just like the fish, the rice, the sashimi. I always knew I liked you. <laughs> <laughs> Joey with uh, What's on Draft Pod. Joey, thanks for joining us tonight. Um, you know, a, a, a really good matchup going on in the NFL tonight. Um, obviously big to a lot of uh, AFC West fans, whether you're a Raider fan, a Chiefs fan, a uh, Broncos fan, or a Chargers fan. But, um, you know, I wanted to – I love having you on because I'm a huge college football guy. And I, I love, you know, the fact that you guys are already like 10 months in advance looking at <laughs> drafts and looking at, you know, potentially the mock drafts and positions and players and where they fit in and needs. Can you, you know, Joey, kind of let give the uh, audience, the listeners a little bit about, you know, kind of your thoughts on number one need based number one, uh, uh, like first need bases for the Broncos and then mm -hmm. the why behind that. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think the number one need and it's pretty obvious is going to be quarterback. I think it's, it's really hard. It's extremely hard to build uh, a, a team you can win it with year in and year out if you don't have a franchise quarterback. So until you find that guy, it's always going to be your number one need. Um, now, when you look at this draft class in specific, I think it's a very deep draft class at quarterback, but I don't really think the top is there. So it kind of makes things interesting for the Broncos. Outside of that, I think the next closest one would be edge rusher. The Broncos don't really have a guy out there that you can feel all the way confident in after they traded Von Miller. I mean, Bradley Chubb in and out with injuries. And as much as I love Jonathan Cooper, and he's way exceeding expectations right now, he's still a seventh-round rookie. So that, I think that's their clear-cut number two. Uh, Joey, uh, in regards to that, sorry, this is Bree. Um, hey, is there a player that you're looking for in that position that you think is a perfect match for Denver? Or do you think you can um, take just about anybody uh, in uh, the, uh, I would, what, say second round, first round? I mean, where, where are we looking at that uh, position? Where, where are the Broncos going to pick? Yeah, I mean, lucky for the Broncos, it looks like this edge class is going to be really good. Not just top-heavy. Um, last year, there wasn't really a top of the draft class at edge. But now it's you have the top with Thibodeau and Hutchinson, and then it's deep throughout. So you're going to have really good players all the way through the third round. It's a position that I think the Broncos should prioritize as early as the first round, um, especially looking at the quarterback class. And if you don't feel soft, uh, really great about a quarterback you can, you can wait you can wait don't don't leverage your future on a quarterback if you don't believe in the prospect Joey, I love that you said that, and I'm glad that kind of it kind of circled back to that quarterback position because uh, we talked about this last week, and you're thinking about it as Broncos fans. There's three names. Ryan mentioned them earlier. Deshaun Watson, which is probably like uh, 3Z, um, but then you've yeah. got the two main guys, which is Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, and what are they going to do? And you've got a lot of kind of agents pushing um, agendas right now, uh, numbers being driven, What's that going to look like for the Broncos? Well, we talked about this last week. And if, listen, if the Broncos go with Russell Wilson, he's 33 years old, you don't need to draft a quarterback early. Right. Mm -hmm. You can go to other positions of need. And I think I'd like to think that that's what George Payton is thinking about. If you go Aaron Rodgers, then yeah, maybe you do want to look at that first round talent, um, a late first round guy, or if you're going to be, you know, mid, mid, mid uh first round pick there but uh you know what are your thoughts on that are, are we aligned or am i crazy with, with that thought process 
No, I think I, I, you can definitely make that. I think you can make an argument for either one. I think Aaron Rodgers is the better quarterback, and you maybe have a better shot at winning a Super Bowl, even though the window is smaller. Um, Russell Wilson, you have more longevity with, but I don't think he's as great as Aaron Rodgers in. I think Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the league. I think he's phenomenal. Um, Russell Wilson is interesting because through the last year and a half, his numbers and just his play in general has kind of dipped a little bit. Now, how much of that is to do with a Seattle team that hasn't hit on a first-round draft pick while he's been down there, it feels like? They're terrible, uh, Joey, with their yeah. draft picks. They're, they're, they uh, have the GM and name only, and they are one of the worst teams when it comes to draft day. Uh, uh, would you agree? Oh, totally. They're, they're, they've, seriously, they're really, really bad at drafting. Um, maybe the worst team in the league at drafting. I, even, even then, you trade two first-round picks for a Jamal Adams and – I mean, you, you don't trade two first-round picks for a box safety ever. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't, I don't care which safety it is. Um, you, you don't leverage your future for that guy. No, absolutely. So, so the takeaway is, um, you know, Aaron Rodgers won in the offseason. If you can get a Russell Wilson, great. Um, if one of those two things happen, now you're looking at a, at a Broncos team which probably could finish, is going to finish either 9 and 8. Um, optimistically, you could think, um, you know, 10 and 7. Maybe you're looking at an 8 and 9 season. That's going to put you right in that 15, 16, 17, 18 uh, number for, for drafting. You mentioned some linebackers, some edge rushers. Devin Lloyd from Utah. Talk to me a little bit about him and 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 where he fits in or potentially could fit in with the uh, with the Denver Broncos. Yeah, Devin Lloyd's a really really good player. He's a do it all kind of player. Um, is he as athletic as I mean? If I'm comparing it to a player last year, let's say Micah Parsons, is he as an athletic as a Micah Parsons? No, but he's still really athletic. And um, where Micah Parsons struggled was his pass coverage. He's really, really good moving forward. When he can go forward, he's awesome. Devin Lloyd is a do-it-all. He can pass rush a little bit. He can cover a little bit. And he can just play inside the box a little bit. He's a really good player. And I think, honestly, it would make a lot of sense to pair him with a uh, Baron Browning. It's just all about where you can get a guy like that. Um, Joey, uh, before Patrick and Sutton had been extended and their contracts had come out, um, there had been some talk of whether or not wide receiver was also a position that the Broncos may be looking at in the draft with question marks kind of surrounding Hamler and his ability to come back from injury. Is that still a position group that you think they're looking at or is there something that we're not, um, we've not already talked about that you'd be interested in the Broncos going after this, this draft? I think, I mean, when you look at the wide receiver room, once you lock up, Tim Patrick and Cortland Sutton, it makes it less of a priority. But, yeah, I still think that it's something that you would love to have another guy to back up Hamler who kind of brings that same skill set. Because it is. It's a skill set the Broncos are lacking right now. They don't have that explosive player that can take the top off the defense or take a screen to the house. They don't have that guy. Uh, it's, It's a niche role. I think that if you're looking for a wide receiver, something I'd keep an eye on is, hey, can this guy, does this guy have some return ability too? Um, Deontay Spencer hasn't been fantastic at returning this year. I don't think they want to put KJ Hamler with his injuries in that return spot. So if you can get a guy on day three that you like as a receiver and you like as a return man, I think it would make a lot of sense. As, as just for depth alone, correct? Yeah, for depth. And if, a, if you just can't bank on a KJ Hamler after two years of uh, not so great health. As much as you love his skill set, it's hard to definitively say this guy is going to be around next year.
and playing no, well. No, he's a forgotten son. I've been thinking the same thing where <laughs> everybody's getting signed, everyone's getting extended, and unfortunately, timely injuries, you know, that's something that's going to affect him. And I honestly don't think you'll see K.J. Hamler in a Denver Broncos uniform much longer um, outside of that rookie signing deal that he has. Before I let you go, it's Joey Richards, What's on Draft Pod. Joey, I have to ask you this. You and I have been on Twitter uh, a little bit back and forth. There's a guy you know I like that plays the quarterback <laughs> position, and he's not one of the names that you hear. He's not Sam Howell. He's not Malik Willis. He's not uh, uh, Carson Strong. His name is Brennan Armstrong from University of Virginia. Have you gotten an opportunity to look into him? Because this guy is a finalist for almost every or was a finalist for almost every single honor you could get as a quarterback this year. He's six foot two, two fifteen. He's got a rocket arm. He's got legs. Uh, what are your thoughts? Um, so if I'm going to be honest, I've w- watched a little bit of one game. I've watched a half of his, uh, his football after I was talking to you on Twitter about it. Uh, I, it. It's hard for me to have definitive thoughts on him at the moment, but, man, I would love to come back on and have a conversation with you about him. Uh, I, I, I actually just got more of his film, and so, I, yeah, I would love to do that. I appreciate it. He he reminds me. He's a little bit taller. He reminds me of a, a a little bit taller, a little bit better Zach Wilson. So I think okay. he could be a steal of the draft. Um, somebody that you know he's mobile. He extends plays and, and can do some things. Maybe a, a a mid, maybe a day two, day three shot for uh, for the Broncos. There, super talented kid. Um, almost as talented as you, Joey. Thank you for joining <laughs> us. We always appreciate you jumping on and bringing us. Uh, all the kind of up and coming, the insight and information as far as not the Broncos of today, but the Broncos of tomorrow. Thank you, Joey. Yeah, thank you guys. I really appreciate you guys having me on. No worries, brother. It's the Fan Cave right here. Coming back with you guys, we're going to talk. Uh, start previewing some of that Cincinnati Bengals game, Broncos-Bengals this weekend, playoff impact, and not only in that game, but the games around it because you've got a lot of teams that are now affected by what's going on with COVID. This another the Browns, I think, have 20 players on the, on the list right now. Baker Mayfield is pissed. And so is Case Keenum. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure out who the hell they're going to play quarterback because they don't know. But uh, it is, yeah. Yeah, he's a, well, no, he's not, not for sale. He's not for sale. Don't go anywhere. When we come back. It's more on the fan cave right here at my high sports. Dot com. Dot com.